Hello, it's Tax Credit Tuesday, and I'm Michael Novogratik. This is the Novogratik Report on Tax Credits, a weekly podcast on tax credit topics and news for affordable housing, community development, and renewable energy professionals. Novogratik and Company is an accounting, consulting, and valuation firm, and has consistently been named by Accounting Today and Public Accounting Report as one of the top accounting firms in the country. You can learn more about our services online at www.novoco.com. Today is Tuesday, March 10, 2009. This week, we will discuss some of the highlights of President Obama's proposed federal budget for 2010. But first, we have some news from the Community Development Financial Institutions Fund, or CDFI Fund. On February 26th, the CDFI Fund launched a new section to its public website that will be the source of all information related to the CDFI Fund's implementation of the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. The new page is located at www.cdfifund.gov recovery. At the time this podcast was recorded, details about how the CDFI Fund planned to administer the Recovery Act's provisions had not yet been released. But Novogratz and Company is tracking the situation closely, as the CDFI Fund is expected to release its detailed implementation plan via this new website in the very near future. In the meantime, early reports indicate that the new market tax credit community is ready to take advantage of the additional $3 billion in new market tax credit authority provided by the Recovery Act. For example, the St. Louis Business Journal reported late last month that the Enterprise Bank and Trust in Clayton, Missouri, is hoping to get a second shot at securing new market tax credits because the CDFI fund is expected to reconsider applications that were passed over in 2008. Enterprise Bank applied for $100 million of NMTCs last year but did not receive an allocation. Mitch Barris, Enterprise's Senior Vice President and Director of Tax Credit Lending, told the St. Louis Business Journal that if Enterprise receives the tax credits, as much as 70% would be spent in the St. Louis area. The journal quotes Barris as saying, quote, The feedback we got on our application from the CDFI fund was positive, so we are encouraged that there is a good chance that we would be part of the $1.5 billion that they're giving to the unsuccessful applications, end quote. In related news, the Community Development Advisory Board met last week and approved a set of recommendations proposed by a subcommittee that was formed late last year. As some listeners may recall, the CDFI Fund announced in December that its advisory board had formed a subcommittee with the goal of better understanding the impact of the financial crisis on the institutions supported by the CDFI Fund, and to explore how the CDFI Fund might respond to the recent changes in the economy. The subcommittee gathered information for the full advisory board, which in turn advised the CDFI Fund on policy and program recommendations related to the impact of the current global financial climate. The subcommittee presented its formal recommendations to the full advisory board last Thursday, March 5th, and the advisory board voted to approve them. One of the recommendations that the board approved was to make the NMTC permanent, with certain new enhancements. These new enhancements included increasing the annual new market tax allocation authority to $10 billion, pursuing statutory changes that would enable the NMTC to be used for home mortgages, making the NMTC a deeper tax credit, and allowing the NMTC to offset the alternative minimum tax. CDFI Fund Director Donna Gambrell delivered remarks on March 6th to the Community Development Venture Capital Alliance and their annual conference. She said the recommendations approved by the advisory board are now sitting on her desk for consideration and possible implementation. Turning to our main topic for this week's podcast, let's take a look at the Obama administration's first federal budget proposal. On February 26th, President Obama sent Congress an outline of his fiscal year 2010 budget proposal. The budget proposal includes few program specifics and does not include funding levels for many programs. 
the president plans to send Congress a detailed budget in early April. But based on the information that is available, there are aspects in the initial proposal that are newsworthy to the energy, community development, and affordable housing communities. First, for housing. The president's 2010 budget contains $47.5 billion for the Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD. This is a 14.5%, yes, 14.5% increase over the $41.5 billion proposed for fiscal year 2009. The president's budget proposal includes $1 billion for the National Affordable Housing Trust Fund, which was established last year by the Housing and Economic Recovery Act. That law proposed, that was passed last year, to finance the trust fund through a surcharge on Fannie Mae's and Freddie Mac's new business. However, since the, the, the actual enactment, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's conservator, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, has directed Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to suspend their contributions indefinitely because the Federal Housing Finance Agency, or FHFA, has determined that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are undercapitalized. The President's budget proposal includes $4.5 billion for the Community Development Block Grant Program. This is $858 million more than the House passed fiscal year 2009 bill proposals. The budget also proposes statutory reforms to the Community Development Block Grant, or CDBG, program, including formula changes, targeting incentives, accountability measures, and the creation of a new Sustainable Communities Initiative to target funds to promote sustainable and economically viable communities. The President's budget includes increased funding for the Housing Choice Voucher Program also. Further, it states that the administration will introduce legislative reforms to help fully use available funding, to alleviate administrative burdens on public housing authorities, or PHAs, and to make voucher funding more transparent and predictable. The President also proposes increased funding for the Project-Based Rental Assistance Program. One budget proposal that is troubling to many is worth noting, namely the recommendation to tax carried interests as ordinary income. A carried interest is an equity interest that an investment promoter often receives. Generally, income that is generated from a carried interest is capital gains and is subject to a lower capital gains tax. There is concern in the housing industry that this effort to tax carried interest could have a significant detrimental impact on the multifamily and commercial real estate sectors at a time when they are already experiencing a downswing. More detailed analysis of the housing provisions of the proposed fiscal year 2010 budget will be presented in the next issue of the Journal of Tax Credit Housing. If you are not already a subscriber, we invite you to request a sample copy to find out what the journal has to offer. To request a sample copy, send us an email at products at novaco.com or call our products desk at 415-356-7960. The sample copy is free. Turning back to the budget, the Obama administration's proposal recommends doubling the funding for the CDFI fund. In a response to the proposal, CDFI fund director Gambrell said, quote, I am very pleased to know that President Obama views the CDFI fund and the programs we administer as a key part of his strategy to address the economic challenges facing our nation's low-income, urban, rural, and native communities. With the additional funding made available through the Recovery Act and the potential for doubling our appropriations through the fiscal year 2010 budget, I know that the community development financial institutions and community development entities will be responsible and active partners in President Obama's efforts to restore opportunity and prosperity across this great country. End quote. On the energy front, President Obama's first budget plan includes proposals to tackle climate change and shift the nation to green energy. The proposed budget would rely, beginning in 2012, on $15 billion a year gained from auctioning off carbon pollution permits, 
which would help develop clean energy technologies such as solar and wind power. We are still reviewing and digesting the initial budget information and are awaiting additional information that has been promised to be released in April. To learn more about what's in store for the renewable energy community, I invite you to join us on April 30th and May 1st in San Francisco for the Financing Renewable Energy Conference. Details can be found online at www.novaco.com events. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's report. Please join us again next week when we will review how tax credit allocating agencies located throughout the country, both north and south, east and west, and the Midwest, are approaching their plans to implement the Low-Income Housing Tax Credit Cash Exchange Option, as well as what their plans are for use of their allocable share of the $2.25 billion in gap-closing home, or now being referred to as TCAP, funds. This is Michael Novogratik. I'll be back next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. (music) 